Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen out there. This is wrestling personality, Liberty All-Star Wrestling referee, ring announcer, manager extraordinaire, Dave Keener. You're listening to The Insiguri live on SoundCloud Wednesday nights. Yeah! I ain't gonna lie. Big E, you so predictable. I knew you was just gonna talk about Rikishi. Hey, everybody know who our pops is, but do they know about yours, E? Nope. Our pops booty made millions. What about yours, E? I mean, damn, bro. Is that supposed to be chest or breast, bro? Is it supposed to be real or silicone? I mean, we done asked everybody all around the world, and they still don't know. Yeah. Hey, Big E, let's just keep it PG. You know what's good. Just don't get all rated R like your boy Xavier Woods. Welcome to Insiguri with your host, DB Richards. Fran. And JCL. And our special guest. Who we're calling at this time. Let's Dave Keener. Let's see if he answers. Hope it's not in your house again. You win a new house. Come on. Yo. Yo. How you doing, Dave? Welcome to What's the What's going on? I can barely hear you guys. I'm sorry. How about now? Can you hear us now? Oh, yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> Yay! It's we did, this is our first phone call ever on the show. So we're, we're Hey, it works. Yes. So. so what's going on? How's everything? Everything's going good. Everything's going good. A lot, a lot of great things coming up. A lot of great wrestlers. Lucky Soon what? to be, I know. Um, I'm not on any of them, but I know a bunch of boys are coming up. Um, I don't, what do you want to talk about? I'm open. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. Um, Upcoming pay-per-views. April, yeah, thank you. That's JCL right there. Hi, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, hey. Well, let me, let me start off by saying one thing. I happened to watch the highlights from TNA's anniversary, and I thought it was one of the best shows I've seen from TNA in a while. So let's start off with that. <laughs> we can we can start with that. I haven't had a chance yeah. to watch it yet, but we can talk about it. I heard it was really good. That was their last match before they were together, right? Yeah, Sunday I'm going to watch it. I'm hoping to get the, uh, the DVD to the house. Right. There was a lot of... Like that new guy was um, Williams, I think is his last name. Yeah, D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams, yeah. First time I ever saw him, and he was really good. Yeah, I know. Can you believe you only trained for like three days before that match? Right. And I mean, you got other guys that, that are coming up in the Indies and stuff like that that are going to go far. And I, I don't think they're going to TNA, GFW, whatever the hell it's being called now. But, but there's a lot of great talent coming up. And, and a lot of great talent going to WWE soon, too, with the signing of Bobby Fish. That is a great, great um, signing by. Um, I hope Kyle O'Reilly's right behind him because I love and, the and Dalton Castle. Dragon. 
What's that? And Dalton Castle. Yes. Dope. And Joe Ryan got signed to um, um, Luchador, Lucha Underground. Sounds like great. Um... Joe. Right. Joe Ryan's another Ring of Honor guy that just got signed. He got signed to Lucha. Okay. Wasn't he the guy doing the U-Porn gimmick? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the guy wrestling the girls. Yeah, the the one the one with his signature moves like the what was it like the dick plucks or like the crotch slam or something <laughs> like that yeah grabs the chicks in the crotch and slams them yeah um pulling up the slam anniversary right now yeah no nah, the uh um this was their first show with the merger so yeah as to- right and then with, with Billy Corgan buying NWA which. My my opinion stands on that. I think it's just a state of fan, but that's just my opinion. What do you think about the main event between um, Lashley and Alberto El Patron? I mean, when I was Paige sitting in the front crowd with a mask on. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was <laughs> laughing at that. But, like, she is covered up. You know what I mean? She so- is, but you see a thing, a camera shot of Soraya Burbis. And, and she's still under contract with WWE. Yeah, but um, she wasn't shown as Paige. You know what I mean? But regardless... Right, she was shown as Sarai, but still, regardless, still but, Paige. But everybody knows who it is now. That's what the issue is, is the fact that... But she didn't do a Highlander. No, but in, really in all fairness, it, it still goes back to Bobby Roode was still under TNA contract when he showed up in an NXT show and was shown on live WWE TV. But remember but that Nakamura and a bunch of guys in the back took pictures with TNA um, talent. Right, and Okada was at uh, yeah Bell Raw Monday Okada night. Was there too? So I don't think he, 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 I don't think they should get in trouble for this. But no, it should get something. But Paige I don't think she'll get in trouble. No, Paige is trying to get fired. The only way that she will get fired is if she were to like stomp on like Stephanie McMahon's babies or something. Or a Chris Benoit T-shirt. Well, a Chris Benoit. If she got in the TNA ring, God, yeah. I, I, I think pay. Um, I think they're not going to fire Paige because you got that movie getting made right now with The Rock. So right, she has a, that card. Yeah, but then you remember the whole thing with the Rock there when he uh, came out for what was it, the one show, and uh, he, he, he like got in the ring. He tried to call CM, CM Punk, Punk, and like yeah, know. but he called it, and his wife and Punk's wife came out, and they were all AJ things. Lee was there when he did all that that whole bit. Yeah, and or wait a second, was it was it a, no, it was um, I think it was. I don't remember what the hell it was, but they were but they were saying, Oh, you know, we need to we need to stop this or whatever and the rock was like, you know, don't cut off my fucking mic or whatever. It's like, yeah, you don't uh you, you don't right. you don't anger the uh the A lister, so the multi billionaire or whatever the hell he is, the number one actor in the world. The the, the guy who does not need wrestling right now. <laughs> like straight up. Right. But yet, at the same time, if you remember a couple weeks ago when they were doing that Enzo and Big Cass thought about getting checked, Corey shot on CM Punk that night, too. He did? Because if you remember, the baseball size knot 
Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was from shooting on Punk. Yeah, well, that's WWE. They, they, there's, there's a right. lot, of, there's a lot of pettiness when it comes to wrestling. So I mean, like you know, there's, people, there's a lot of bullshit, people a lot taking, of politics, and a lot of brown nosing, kissing ass, and whoever you fucking know. <laughs> but and I mean, the greatest line, the greatest line so far was last night when the Usos mentioned the video. That. That was hysterical. That was amazing. That was great. They should have ended but the I mean, battle rap right there. Right. But, I mean, getting back to my point, you you go to any of these indie shows, like, I know, I think, um, right, is Right Coast this weekend coming up? I know somebody's running in Delaware this weekend. Oh, I don't yeah. remember who. What, what was it, though? The one the, the one that you put the at, the, uh... D'Lo Brown? Oh, the 302? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. But, I mean, there's a lot of great talent there. I think I'm dealing with The one guy that... that <coughs> oh, excuse me. That there is one... There, there's two or three guys that I really like going to see that are in the Indies wrestling up. One guy who reminds me of Barry Windham circa 1988. This guy is named Chuck Payne. Look him up. He's a great wrestler. Um, Chuck is about 6'7". 310, long blonde hair, looks like Barry Windham did back then, and he's only 25. But this okay. man's got a lot of great talent. Ain't there like an all pain, too? What's that? Ain't there like an all pain? Like- yeah, something like that. There's him and Kyle Payne. Okay. They're called the they're called the extreme rednecks. Yeah, I think I think I see his page. Or one of them. Yeah. Okay, I know you're talking. Yeah, about. Well, they've they've done ECWA, they've done LAW, they they've been all over the place. These two guys are great. Just don't get in the car with them; you'll feel like you're small. <laughs> I, I've been on the road with them, and I'm I'm short. Both of those guys are way tall. <laughs> okay, but I mean, but and. And the new assistant head coach for WWE. Another great guy. Which one? Or who's that? Carino. Yes, Steve Carino. Steve Carino? Mr. Steve Carino. himself. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Hey, he's up there. Adam Pierce is one of the um, agents now, too. Yeah. Tonight, we're going to teach you kids how to do a proper blade job. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's when you call New Jack in. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know how to blade, don't worry, New Jack will take care of it. I said right. so many times on the podcast. I have a feud with New Jack, and he doesn't know anything about it. What was, uh, what was it about? What do you do? He ate my cheese fries. Yeah, that's right. He ate your cheese fries. He was uh, cheese fries. Last, last time I saw him, he was living in Wildwood. Oh, uh, really? Uh, yeah, he was living like Wildwood Crest or something like that. I saw him. I was doing a gig with a buddy of mine in one of the bars, and I just saw him walk by. I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what the heck? So, so, um, and then I mean, you got <laughs> so um, any any crazy road story? Gangrel falling asleep in the back of the car. Okay, how 
we, the disco. We we were coming back from we were coming back from Pottstown, and Gang Girl was on the show with us for PWF, which was a company run by Rob Dimension, Brian Regal, and Steve Carino. And um, we're like, yeah, we'll we'll take we'll take him back to the hotel and right around here in Essington. That's cool. Fall asleep in the car. We get out to get something to eat at one of the places, and then he falls right back asleep. Got to tell you, though, one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Such a great guy to sit and talk to. Between him, Scotty, um, and Tony Atlas. I just met Tony Atlas and Scotty about four or five months ago. Scotty Very Hill. cool guys. Scotty. I met them at the Springfield Country Club. Uh, which which Scotty is it? There, there's a few that come to mind. Yeah. Scotty Tavati. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But if you, if you want if you want a good locker room story, okay, you got one. When ECWA, when ECWA ran at the Boys and Girls Club in Newark, this is um, I went. Was Kepner? Was that? No, it was right after Tartaglia took over. Okay. Um, I went to hang out, and on the show is Meanie, Nick Burke, uh, Glenn Osborne, my brother, the robot, was a really great, great wrestler, great guy, okay. um, and Shane Helms, who was still doing the hurricane. Now, I've never sat and talked to Shane ever. But he was really cool to talk to. He's got a southern trucker's mouth on him, but he was really cool to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every other one was fucked, but it was so cool. Yeah, the, um, if you listen to any of the uh, Sheen Helms interviews, he, yeah, he, he, he has that very, uh, Car- Carolina. Colorful. Yeah, sort of. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely colorful and definitely will, uh, if he doesn't like somebody, he'll he'll let it be known. Oh, he'll let you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I I can tell a story. And a friend of mine and Dave's, I'm not sure if y'all know him too, but my buddy Rick Jackson yelled at me the other day. Well, not the other day, a couple of weeks ago, because we were down on South Street and we were getting ready to go to go to see a concert. And I look up the Starbucks on South Street, and Nene and his wife are sitting up there. He's like, because he had a meanie. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be like that. He let him enjoy. I texted meanie two days later, and I go, meanie, I saw your Starbucks. He says, why the hell did you come and say hi and have coffee? I'm like, dude. <laughs> why didn't you? So, but he, I don't know. I was going to see a really great band that night, and I wanted to stay psyched up. So if I knew I saw meanie, it would have nostalgic, and now Meanie's a cool guy. My brother even yelled at me. He's like, it's not like you're a fan of Meanie. Meanie's a family friend. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. You're right. For those of you who don't know, my brother is Reverend Mike Keener. Yes. From ECW and ECWA and TNA and WWE and all that stuff. So, How long has he been, re- or how long has he been refereeing for? Uh, I want to say 99, 98 in that area. Okay. Wait, so he was... I, I know... Was he... Uh, I know he... Rest. What's that? Was he doing a ECWA, like, um, back in the late night, or around, like, early 2000? I don't know. Because I'm, try- I'm trying to think about... I was about, doing it like, for a little the, bit, but... trying to think about the people that were around, like, because, um... I haven't been doing an ECWA show in a long time, but, like, I, I still remember the guys, yeah. like... 
Ooh La La and Cheetah Man. Well, Ooh La La is still there. Kid is still there. One of the last, um, yeah, one of the last shows with Cheetah Master, I remember they they were playing up that he was going to retire, and I'm like, damn, he's still. I think I think he did retire. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I know um, who your brother is. He trained um, Billy Bax and um, yes, Brian yes, yes, yes. and Scotty Vandal. Carboni. Yeah. Yeah. What's Billy Bax? Vandal. Yeah, I know Vandal. I I can tell you a funny story about Vandal. I was ringing out to him for PWF of Pottstown, and he showed up with Bax, and I'm like, all right, there, there's this guy on the show who looks nothing like Scott, but his name was Matt Vandal. I'm like, oh, God, I got to shoot. I got to do it. I got to do it. So I get on the mic. I go to ring announce, and I go, ladies and gentlemen, Matty Vandal. Scott looks at me and goes, oh, shit. So uh, the funny stories like that. I'm trying to think about um, jeez, who the heck was it? When's the last time um, or it, does does Jim Kettner even do anything these days? I think Kettner retired and moved to Florida. That's where. Don't quote me on it though. Florida, the place that everybody. Uh, who, what, all the wrestlers retire at? No, <laughs> all the wrestlers retired to Florida. I mean, no, no was living in Florida. Kevin Sullivan's living in Florida. I mean, you wouldn't even recognize Nova now. Noah, Noah looks more and more like his brother these days. I think his he, twin um, brother, who's also in the wrestling business. I think, I think no. What, what, wait, who was that again? Nova. Nova, yeah. Nova, yeah. Yeah, I think the last, like I was ta- talking to one of my buddies or whatever, and he did the uh, one King of Trio show with um the yes Meanie and uh, Meanie Stevie. And so. Stevie, yeah, well, well Stevie, Stevie is, I, think, I think Stevie's in Florida too. Because yeah. Stevie's helping run um, YRG. Yeah, he looked great at Wildcat. Like, yeah, he, he oh yeah. Looked like he from was what I heard, twenty-five years old again. It's from all that DDP yoga. <laughs> and, right. Well, he, uh, Stevie did try to open that um, Extreme Rising. That was his company for a while. Was it? I thought it was like um, Shane's and all. It was him and Shane. Okay, him and Shane, okay. Because Shane's still around here. Yeah, it was Shane's still around here. Shane's yeah. running, well, not running. Shane was helping out a company up in Lancaster or something like that. I don't remember what the name of the company was. Okay. It was like KWF or something like that. Um, when, I was at, when I was at HOH, I was talking to Shane. And, like, Ricky Steamboat was in the ring. And I was like, dude, his, uh, his uh, arm drag is the best. And Shane's like, I wish I could do it. Oh, yeah. He's like, he still can't do it. Um, Ricky Steamboat said, um, showed him how to do it, and he still couldn't do it. And a lot of props to mm-hmm. Ricky Steamboat. I mean, it, they, they were, there was another great tag team. You were talking tag teams. That was a great tag team. Oh, Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat and Shane? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's it was at Starcade 93. So, so, Dave. Um, when did you you start in wrestling? I started as a manager. I managed uh, a couple guys, um, and it's a funny story when I started managing them. I managed four guys known as the TV Generation. Okay. 
and we were there was a cowboy, there was a sitcom, there was a foodie, there was a superhero. Now, me being the rock and roll guy, I was the MTV guy. Okay, question: Are they still around? Yeah. The guys that you are they still around wrestling today? They are wrestling around today. Two of them are. Two of them were just at a show not that long ago, uh, right there in Briarcliff at the Briarcliff Firehouse for Liberty All Star Wrestling. Okay. Um, they are Maverick and Norm the Barfly. Okay, I know Maverick. He's right. one of the so they're still, I manage them. Okay. I've known Maverick for 36 years, 37 years. He's one of the reasons why I got in doing all this. And my brother was like, go get a referee shirt. I need a ref. I'm like, okay. And he's like, go watch some of my old videos. You'll know what to do. All right. Wow. Is that- <laughs> and then we um, had a little training session with my brother here and there. He's like, go ahead. So now, you hear him. If he calls me, he says, hey, I need a ref. All right, I'll be there. So, have you been on a card lately? I did April 1st was the last one I did. And that was at the Briarcliff Firehouse. And I had a good buddy of ours on it as well doing music for us. Okay, okay. Brandon Bonner was there helping out, so. Do you have any up-and-coming shows? Still waiting to confirm and find out on anything at all. But my other job that I'm acting at starts in September. So come check that out. Um, that is Bates Motel? Yes, it is. Bates Motel first night starts, I believe, September 17th. So come check me out. Unfortunately, there is one of the wrestling personality that is there with me for Bates Motel. But unfortunately, he will not be there this year. Who was that? John Newcomer. Okay. He's a um, like an announcer type person, manager, heel type guy. Okay, okay. But he won't be there this year. But you can also check out the friends that you know real well. Rick Jackson will be there. Um, I'm not sure who else, but I know Rick Jackson will be there. We all know Rick Jackson. So. Here's a question for you. Because I, I was looking, sure. at, I was looking at your Facebook the other day, and I said, um, "Oh shit!" Like, no, what, how, <laughs> how people will be like mutual friends with people. I said, "How do you know John Dixon?" Oh, I went to high school with him. Yeah, I kind of figured that because it would have been around the same time. But I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, people from like completely separate circles of people like know each other. It's kind of crazy. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but I know him better as Linwood. I don't know his real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love. Uh, <laughs> It's like don't call me Linwood. Like if I right, it's like calling somebody. Oh, he hated that. It's like calling. It's like if somebody were to come up to me and be like, "What's going on, Francis?" Like only my mom right. calls me that. Like, chainsaw, get it right. Yeah, don't call me Francis. It's Chainsaw. Get it right. Uh, <laughs> Great movie. Yes. See now, me and Dave Brow- Dave Brower Brocker. How how do you say your last name, Dave? It's D.B. Richards. Or D.B. Richards. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had a chance to hang out with, with you the other day. Nice talking, hanging out, have a couple of drinks, and got into talking about movies and stuff like that. And that was like the whole night. It was great. And mutual friend, we all know, we all know Jordan Savinsky and Ghostbusters, everything. It's great. Yes. So talking movies and everything else, having a great time. Thank you for being there. 
Um, so, but other than that, besides wrestling, I like doing my acting, I like writing and stuff like that. Like the one girl asked me if I was working in WWE, what would I do? I'd probably be on the writing staff. Oh, you could be fighting because, with Foley. Huh. <laughs> right. Here, here, here's a question, though. Is there any, um, is, is there any, like, wrestlers or somebody that you've met and you've gone, like, oh, I've really wanted to meet this person for a while, and then you, you kind of regret it later on, like, man, I had a good opinion about them, but now it's, like, different. I don't really like them now. Not really, because everybody that I've met and I've talked to are kind of really cool. Like, there are some dicks in the business, and I tend to stay away from them. But, like, other people were really cool to sit and talk to. Like, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn was really cool to talk to. I did a show with him back, uh, I was say about 10, 15 years ago, I don't remember, but he was a really cool. And the funny story was, the reason why he cut all his hair off was because he said he was tired of being um, compared to the wrestler in the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was kind of funny. Well, well, yeah, I mean, when the wrestler came out, that's what a lot of people were saying that they were like, "He's Jerry Lynn." But then, like, I remember like talking right. talking to a buddy of mine about that. It's like, yeah, but Jerry Lynn's always been like, he he's not known as the superstar. Like, he was always known as the guy. No. that's like I deserve a. But and then my other argument, I have a couple. I have a couple of huge arguments with the WWE lately. The WWE says they never had the cruiserweight championship or whatever, which is a lie. They had the light because I have heard certain people say, well, "What?" They had the lightweight title. I, I, they had a cruiserweight title before that because I remember Hornswoggle. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Jerry Lynn held the cruiserweight title in two thousand nine or two thousand ten, something like that. They had the cruiserweight tournament because it came down. To the finals were Jerry Lynn and I think Takam and Janoka or something like that. But Jerry Lynn was the first cruiserweight champion in WWE. I will never credit it. Well, they were saying cruiserweight all the time. That's like when they brought it over WCW. Cruiserweight title was still in WWE. The the light heavyweight championship. Yeah, that's what it was. The light heavyweight yeah. championship. Yeah, because because on here they have it all. Yeah, because he um. Awesome. We're looking stuff up too. <laughs> yeah, because the they had they had the the tournament for it was in '97, and they they killed it off in 2001. Right. Correct. Yep. That's it. And and then and then uh, wait a second. Well, what the hell is this? Oh yeah, and then the cruiserweight champion. Wait, is it, where the hell was this from? <laughs> like you know, like I'm 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 seeing things. They here. did. WWE did have the cruiserweight title back in '91. I think that was won by um. Uh, who was it? Um. Who won it back in '91? Brian. Good question. Brian Pillman won it in '91. Oh wait a second! No, no, this was WCW. No, no. Well, the okay, the cruiserweight title that they're talking about was like after it got unified. So it, right. Yeah. So they just. So okay. But they were they were going by <laughs> that title's lineage, the the WC the, the good cruiserweight division. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's see here. We got our... So what do you think of 205 Live? I think the same thing. <laughs> you right there, Dave? What was that? Sounds like you're wrestling with the phone. <laughs> About to give it a DT. I was. I had, I had to put on the charger real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think of 205 Live? As a whole or just the plan? Not a whole concept. Too loud. No, but let me finish what I was going to say. Because they're talking about how bad the um, show is because nobody's watching. I'm watching it. My son watches it. We watch it all the time. Oh, we I watch, watch it, guys. We watch NXT. We watch them all. But Vince McMahon thinks it's not the best thing on television. Because, frankly, it is. I mean, if it was promoted better, it would be great. I mean, you got guys like Rich Swan and... Um, Awesome. from this area, who are great wrestlers. Drew Gulak was from this area. Was another great wrestler. And his brother's Rory, amazing. Right. <laughs> who is on a show in this area coming up soon? If I'm not mistaken. So I was on promo for him. Honestly, I just feel like they need a bigger roster. They, it's like the same six people all the time. They just brought in some more of the people from the original Cruiserweight Classic. And, you know, had Triple H do... But they don't have not that much time to do all that stuff, too. I know, true. Let's bring up... Wait, and the one guy... The one guy from the Cruiserweight just went to TNA. Who was that? No, it wasn't... Hello? I'm trying to remember. He... Was it, um, Grand Mass Elite? Uh, yeah. Who was the guy from, um, the Cruiserweight was on TNA? Oh, no, it was the Indian guy. The, oh, you mean TJP? The Indian guy. No, Mustafa Ali. Oh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. No. Yeah, yeah. He went to... Mustafa Ali is... Uh... Oh, I forget his name. Is it... Is it Davari? No. No, John Davari is still over there. That's what Google's... I'm trying to think. It's always on Google's... Right. Yeah, Google search the Indian cruiserweight. <laughs> right. Let's say the first my my son's over here. I'm too trying to think about that one. Okay, so I said the Indian cruiser. The first one that comes up is Davari. Not Davari. Or, or the, uh, the 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 Bollywood boys are ready to represent India. <laughs> the Singh brothers now. The the Singh bro- brothers are getting ready to get dumped on their heads by Randy Orton. Uh, and then I'm hearing at uh, not Great Balls of Fire, but sometime soon, Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth. Oh my God! They uh, right. Uh, yeah, the 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 women's wrestling revolution whatever I mean like I don't know it, it seemed to be doing very well now that it's like they don't really uh, know what they're doing with that so right like what do you think of uh, Carmella being the uh, money in the bank uh, the nice. women's money in the bank briefcase holder I don't know do you think she deserves the push yeah I mean back in NXT she was good I mean, they only gave her the money yeah. in the bank briefcase in the first place because 
Apparently, she's just been impressing people. In the Shira. I mean, Shira. Who knows? Maybe it's her but, time. Because I mean, if it wasn't Carmela, who else would get the briefcase? Because no one wants to see um. Charlotte. I would give it to Becky. You would have gave it to Becky. Becky's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, um, Ali Shira Shira or something like that. Is that how you say his name? I don't know. But he was on the Cruiserweights. He's there on TNA. He was just at the uh, anniversary. He did the opening match. Hold on, son. Uh, checking something right now. Why did I just? Why did Why did I type in TNA? It's not TNA anymore. It's GFW. <laughs> I, I got, no, I still type in TNA, and it's what came up. Uh. I, I typed on my YouTube. Oh, uh, Mahabali Shira, whatever. That's how you say Him. his name. Yeah. M A M A. Bless you, by the way. M A H A B A. What was his name in WWE? Uh, that's some. Is that, is, he, is that dude even real? Like, what's up with his body? Like like, the, I think he was like the super buff guy in the cruiserweight uh, class that still was like quality. Right. Well, you you got to figure. Um, Tony Nese is two hundred pounds. He looks like he's a lot bigger than that. Uh, Tony, uh, we we met him at HOH a couple times. Yeah, he's short. Oh, he is really short, but he's buff as hell. He's got that, he's got that right. Napoleon complex going on. i got to make up for my shortness. <laughs> Guy's amazing in the right. He's not amazing enough to... Um, what the hell match was it? It was the one with... Um, it was him against like Chris Hero. And and every, and everybody like you know is all like, Chris Hero, he should have been called up again. He's freaking awesome. But I'm like, every time I've seen a Hero match, I'm like, the other guy's doing all the work. Hero's the big fat guy, like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ono's a great wrestler, but feels like he gets gets a lot of help in the ring when he's not. In shape. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other great, great people that aren't even up there yet that should be. Colt Cabana. Yes. But but wasn't he, um, he, he was up there? But yeah, he he, he went back he down. Had his, he had this one run that was very uh, on. Uh, yeah, people would like to just forget about it. So I did forget. What was yeah. his name? I'm trying to remember what his name was. Scotty Goldman. God, yeah, Scotty yeah. Goldman. Yes. I was about to look it up, man. So I can't believe that. You know what? You're awesome. You actually remember his name, Scotty like Goldman. Like, <laughs> Scotty Goldman. I mean, I mean, there are there are great wrestlers that were indies that decided to retire before they went up there and two stick out in my mind Reckless Youth and East Darling Reckless who were two great guys I remember watching Reckless who, Youth at um, Chubby Dudley I still I have Reckless on my wall Reckless. who? Reckless uh, Reckless hey, I, <laughs> come on <laughs> my tongue died again Reckless Youth thank you um, I watched him at um, Chubby Dudley's um, promotion. Um, your brother was um, refereeing, and um, as a dollar oh, wrestler, yeah. but they're saying he wasn't Mr. America, but we believe he was. Kid America. What? So we, I don't know who you're talking about, so. <laughs> I do know Kid America, but I, I can confirm that it's not my brother. Is that your brother? No. Okay. Trying to remember other other people but, I mean, come to mind. 
couple of, uh, a couple of the wrestlers I actually remember from uh, ECWA was um like what's his name the Black Nature Boy. What what like Jay Lethal? You, you know what that 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 will be the first one that comes to mind. But no, there was a uh, what was his name Scoot Andrews. And uh, oh god, yeah. And there was the other guy that was kind of like the midget Scott Steiner, is uh, Ty Street. <laughs> yeah, Ty's not there. There are other great, great guys that have been around for a long time that are in TNA that deserve to go. That not TNA, that are in ECW that deserve to go up there. Um, one in particular is going to Breaker Morant. Yeah, who has been around for a while. Is such a great wrestler. Ooh. Sean Carr, who's in um, Ring of Honor. Other other guys like Corey Castle, who's another great guy, great wrestler, working for ECWA. I mean, there's plenty of great wrestlers in ECWA, even in the area, working that are deserve that push up. You know, a, a guy that actually didn't get enough credit for uh, his his heel work in ECWA was um, what the hell was his name? Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly, uh, the the announcer from Ring of Honor. No, uh, WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was part of the. Uh, he was playing the the WWE like evil corporate gimmick. Like what was his group, oh, yeah, what was yeah. his group name? It was, I think it was the the uh, Connecticut Connection. <laughs> he was. Oh my God, you're going back though. He was such a dickhead heel. It was glorious. You know Bobby Roode though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen the videos where uh, people are like glorious bombing Bobby Roode? Yeah, but what was it? The one basketball team or something like that was using glorious for the championship win? Yeah. <laughs> hockey. It was a hockey team. Oh, okay. I mean... I, I mean... I like... I... How do I put this? I thought SmackDown was horrible last night. I, I had it had moments stuff like that, but I thought it was bad. I, I didn't like SmackDown last night. Well, Smack, but but the WWE shows lately have kind of been that way. It's like you don't want to watch it, and then you just want to hear about the highlights and be like, okay, I'll catch the good parts on YouTube. That's what I usually do. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what I've been doing. I, I've been watching because I have my twelve-year-old with me all the time, and um. We watch, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Let me know how it was. He's like, you missed nothing. Uh, but him, when when my 12-year-old son goes listening to the shows, oh, he enjoys it, he loves it. He just sit there and, like, talk to people and hang out with those that... He, he sees things that only we see. <laughs> and And he loves it. Like, he'll sit in the back, and the promoter will go, Ant, there's food back there, go eat. Everybody knows him, all the shows and everything else. And he, he'll sit at ringside sometimes with, um, depending on the ring announcers, he'll Bob Ortiz. And just sit there, him and Bob Ortiz will have conversations during the match. I'll see it while I'm laughing. And it's funny. And then, I, I do have one argument with WWE. What's up? Michael Canales. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, come on. I like the Mike Bennett that gimmick. Really? You don't like that? Oh, I love it. I, I like him better as Mike Bennett. 
Mike Bennett's all, the great wrestler. Let him work. We all know I mean, that, but... Especially with everybody, everybody buying, everybody from Nevada going up and more and more people leaving. Yeah, but maybe that's just, I mean... You, you you think you think that you think the name is going to be something that'll actually like stick with him, or he'll transition out of that current gimmick storyline? Right. He will. Now, my son put up a good point, and he wants to see Mike Bennett, Mike Canales, with Sammy Zayn. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that would be the, pretty uh, cool. Yeah, no, that 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 is a. That was a really good feud for him to start out with, so. So, Dave, um, so any other, um, any other, um, things happen in your wrestling career? That's the way. Just relaxing, chilling out. And I mean, if I get a call for a show, I'm, sure. I, I was supposed to do a show in Wildwood, but the guy wouldn't. Give me what I wanted. So I told him no. Because oh, really? I'm not going to make that trip down to Wildwood for the price he's going to give me. The oh. ref has to show. Makes sense, you know what I mean? They did right, even though it's right. my town, but still. <clears throat> and then, did I just see Chris Masters on TNA? Yeah, he had, he had a match on... Uh, Called the Masters okay. on TNA now. Yeah, no, he, he, he... Chris Chris Adonis, is that what they call him? Yeah. Chris Adonis? Sure. Yeah. I just watched uh, that tag match with D'Angelo Williams. The table never broke. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, that looked really bad. That does sound horrible. Right. I'll be watching... But I'll the be... flip... The cannonball in the corner looked good. That cold breaker you did was pretty solid, too. Yeah. If you look, turn the hands right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we were just... Trying to find something with the uh, Slammiversary show, and they're showing the picture of where Paige was. What the hell is she even on? Is that like a black? Is it's that like a luchador? She's box? got she's got his father's mask on. Yeah, but just trying to see what she's like messing around with. It looks like I think a, she's recording. It looks like a looks like a DS. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't even see her until his match. So, and then did anybody watch the New Japan G One? No, not yet. So this I, I haven't got I haven't got my copy yet. My copy will be Billy Gunn show. Billy Gunn was there. Oh, Billy Gunn was there. Yeah. Oh my god. Did he still look working? Did he still look roided out? I have to say, Billy Gunn still looks good in a ring. If you want to be on the yeah. But his physique is questionable because the whole steroids thing. Well, how old is he? Is he like fifty-five or something? About. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, I mean, he's, he's not rooted out like Steiner, but still. <laughs> but, dude, he's no, still a childhood. Like, like Scott Steiner takes two bumps and matches over. Billy Gunn is 53. Dude, for his age, wow. he still looks good. So, I'll take Billy Gunn yeah. for MVP any day of the week. It's true. Did I, did I tell you the story about going to HOH and MVP just slacked off the whole time in the ring and made... Um, 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 Bull James. Yeah, Bull James. Bull, Bull James look. Bull James was not any better, <laughs> dude. But he I made mean, him look horrible too. Yeah, I know. It, it looked like if you if you watch if you watch the uh, the recording that they had, 
it looked like that they were going for like a strong style match, but it just wasn't, it, just it wasn't clicking. So, dude, we were asking for them to end the match, and when you come to Philly, you're supposed to work your ass off, not slack off. Right? No. Because dude, we need that rest hole, but that's about it. Um, the other thing was, if you get a chance, watch the strap match between uh, Ethan Carter and uh, Storm. Okay. James Storm got a um, class three concussion from one of the shots. Oh no shit! Hey Dave, I got one question. Yeah. For you. Do you have any of your I, Do you have any like ECWA stuff? Like DVDs like or anything? Any, like, stories or anything like that? No, 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 like, um, any, um, tapes of matches and stuff like that. You don't? No. No? No. I got pictures all over my Facebook, but that's about it. Okay. So, what, did you, do you miss ECWA? I, I miss going to hang out with a lot of those guys, but I can see them on the regular, because I see them on other, other shows. Okay. You know, but it, it is what it is. I'm okay with it. What about what about the Super Eight tournament? Have you now? Any? You want to talk the Super Eight tournament? I've never gone to them, but I have watched them. Like I watched matches where it was AJ versus uh, Daniel, AJ versus uh, Brian, and then Daniels is in it, and Austin, and like a whole bunch of current WWE superstars are yeah. came from the ECWA. About, and, uh, I mean, if I want to give a plug, plug, plug to another great place, um, Monster Factory. A lot of great wrestlers came to the Monster Factory, too. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, yeah, we've heard about that a few times. Yeah. Because that... Yeah. Okay, Dave, um, we're, we, um, we're going to, our time's getting running down right now. So... Gary. Um, would you come to Marks at the Round Table Battleground? And chill with us and talk more? Sure. Uh, I'll have a little mini-me with me, but that's about it. What's that? I'll have a mini-me with me. You'll have mini, will you? I'll have a mini-me with me. Oh, mini-me. Oh, mini-me. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard meaty. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have meaty. Yeah, he heard no, meaty, and all of a sudden his ears is lit up. <laughs> you're right. I was like, what? No, I was confused. I was like, did you? Yeah, many. Um, yeah, no, your kids welcome to come. You know yeah, my mini me goes everywhere with me. Even if I'm going to a show or whatever, he's there. Yeah, and, and it's great because he'll walk right in the back and he'll hit catering and everything else. Okay, we'll we'll set this oh, up. Yeah. We'll have some fun, and you'll be on right. the round table, and we can talk more. Okay. Definitely. You got anything to plug before you go? No, just you guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Good talking to you. Got yeah. No problem, guys. It was real, it's been a real pleasure. Hope to hear from you again. Anytime. All right, guys. Dave Keener and, um, yeah. All right. Okay, let's let's go to. Um, we actually had Slam Anniversary pulled up. Let's do Slam Anniversary. Yeah, since we were uh, 
Man, we talked about that, and all of a sudden we went to like... 50,000 things, but D- Dave's a good guy. I'm happy I met him, and hope we can get more people. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta use, the, gotta use this connection so get more people on the show. Ooh. It's like, yo, talk to your boy Meanie. You know, we, know. We, we've been plugging him like all the time. So. We plug Meanie all the time. I hope Meanie will be at HOH when we're there. Yeah, and then we're just going to be all starstruck over the uh, member of the job squad. We are the number. Um, we're, we are the job squad, yeah. So let's go for the pre-show match. I got to exile some of this stuff. Okay, Google search for Billy Gun Age. I can get rid of that. Yes. I don't have to have my Gmail pulled up. You don't need your Gmail. With, with all the porn spam. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, so... Wow, okay, to, to start things off immediately, I, I don't know how to say these names. Um, Preso match was Mahabali Shira. Bra- these people need some better freaking names. Braxton like like, like Mike Dell. It's so easy. Mike Dell, I like Mike Dell. You know what? Mike, Mike Dell's Del, my Mike, favorite wrestler. Mike Dell right should now. have been a Slammiversary, man. Him and uh, Royal Gulak are like my favorite wrestlers right now. You know what? We're Amazing. Gonna, we're going to come up with our own Slammiversary uh, results. Do you know the only thing I've been doing lately was um, writing back and forth to, um, on Twitter with uh, Royal Gulak? You, you love getting likes back from him. He's like. Dude, he's like easy likable. You know what I mean? Easy, easy like. That, ah, oh, I think you just came up with a big uh, wrestling gimmick right there. Easy likable. I am easy likable. Easy likable. Easy likable. Uh, okay, that's what happens when we talk for almost an hour and don't even get into the results. And now, now our brains are all scrambled. <laughs> so who won that match? Um, who the fuck are these people? Who is KM? Who are these people? We haven't watched TNA Ever. in a long time. <laughs> like, you know what? I just said, who the hell is KM? And I can imagine somebody going, how can you not know who that person is? What the hell is wrong is, with her? Are what you is not wrong a wrestling with fan? What happened? Okay, well, we anyway, haven't watched TNA so, in a long time, so, so Maha, we're trying to get back into so this. Maha, I haven't watched TNA since Sting was around. That's how long it goes back for me. Okay, let's get that match. Let's go to the tag team match. LAX, oh my god, it's LAX. They're still Wait around. a second, they don't have Hernandez. Who the fuck are these people? Santana and Ortiz. Where's Homicide? It's not the real LAX. Get the shit out this of here. This is not the LAX. Alright, so let's get to know. the next match. Uh, actually, no, no, I'm not, I can't say anything because that, that was a good match. Uh, LAX defeated El Hijo de, de, uh, El Hijo del Fantasma and Drago and whatever. You know what? This is a drinking contest. Um, Naomichi. Muru Fuji and Tajiri? Tajiri? Oh no, that's oh, not Tajiri. No, no, it's Taiji. Taiji. What the hell? <laughs> Every single name so far, it's been like in like. Coach Western. You guys you know? can't see, but Fran is really getting frustrated. Taiji Ishimori and Garza Jr. Thank you, Garza Jr. That wasn't too difficult. And Laredo. Is, it, is he related to Garza Sr.? Oh my god, yeah, Hector Garza. Okay, so, anyway, LAX retained the titles. Okay. Um, okay. Moose! Moose and D'Angelo Williams. Oh, Moose. D'Angelo making Dude, last time I saw Moose was in Ring Honor. Yeah. Defeating... Uh, and H-O-H. 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 That's what I remember. Defeated oh. Eli Drake and Chris Masters. Eli also Drake. Chris Adonis. Uh, huh, who's next? Strat match. James Storm. EC3. East... Oh, EC3. EC3. Derek Bateman. 
He yeah. was um from like the old school NXT when it was like a reality show kind of thing. <laughs> Remember? Yes. That was so horrible. Yeah, I, James I think his mentor was Daniel Bryan on the show. I'm not sure. No, I thought Daniel Bryan had um. Oh, it could be Daniel Bryan. I don't remember. Because yeah, I remember that a segment when they did a double date. It was Daniel Bryan and him with the Bella Twins. <laughs> See, we got no DQ match. Jeremy Borash. Okay, you know what, man? This must have been this must have been an excellent show for the fact that like J- Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy Borash and Joseph Park defeated Josh Matthews and Scott Steiner. I do not understand why Josh Matthews and Jeremy Brosh is in this match. Why couldn't it be Scott Steiner versus Abyss? Because we needed people to carry the match. Why ain't he called Abyss anymore? Who's? I don't get Full this. Full Metal Mayhem. We got Eddie and Alicia Edwards defeating Davy Richards and Angelina Love. I'm sure you're thrilled about that. No, I'm like what I looked at on TNA like recently. I. I wanted to check it out. It was just, I was lost. And I'm like, why is the American Wolves not together? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? Dude, they were awesome in Ring Honor. Why are you breaking them up? They're great together. A lot of tag teams lately have been breaking up. I don't know what's the whole deal with that. There's two broken up tag team feuds in WWE right now. I, well, okay, just, on just, just on Raw. Another one is on the way on SmackDown. So, we'll get into that shortly. Um... But yeah, my opinion, I think that Davey just needs to go back to firefighting. Save some lives. Probably make more money Ooh. that way, too. Ooh. Dude, he, honestly, he'd probably make more money doing that. I bet he would. But I'm a big Eddie Edwards fan, and and David Richards. Son J. Dute defeated the man who hates jobbing, Loki. Lo- I'm nothing against Loki, but dude, he had it. He, like... He was there for WWE, you know what I mean? But they got he was a little bit upset and going, I need to leave because they were jobbing me. Yeah, that's exactly why I left. Th- that's where he, didn't, he didn't. And Sami Zayn took his job. And look where Sami Zayn is. Sami Zayn is the low-key of WWE. Yeah, but Sami Zayn has always been a jobber. Yeah, but... His uh, best matches are winning jobs. Okay, not all of them. He's had some good matches. Dude, he's he a, I, I like him. Dude, he needs to come out in a mask. It'll be great. For a joke. Sammy? Yeah, for he a joke. He actually did one time. Yeah. He, like, like temporarily, like, it was when Bo Dallas, I think, was the um, NXT champion. This is So this is, like, way back in the day. He was having, like, this open challenge thing or something. And then he, he, like, banned Sammy from it. So Sammy actually, like, came into his fucking El Generico uh, gimmick. Yeah. Beat, beat um, Bo Dallas in, like, 30 seconds. Remember when the fashion police said, uh... Sami Zayn, too generic, needs a mask. That was a good one. When we get to SmackDown, we need to talk about them. That was funny Let's last see. night. Yeah, champion yeah. versus champion unification match. Sienna defeated Rose, Rosemary. Okay. Mm. By submission. Okay, what's and then nice? we got champion versus champion unification match. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto El Patron. Ah, what, well, what the hell ever. Um, <laughs> Alberto El Patron defeats Bobby, Bobby Lashley, Lashley now, with, with w- King Mo and a whole MMA entourage. Now, I want to know. If is King Mo related to Mo from Men on Mission? No, he's not. Oh, damn. Men no. from, from men, or as Bobby Heenan used to say, men from the mission. <laughs> men. <laughs> now, I'm going to wait till I 
for my own opinion on this match until I see um, Samoa Joe versus Lesnar at Ring of Balls of Power. Because Del Rio, I mean, I'm sorry, El Patron he is talking so. mad smack saying that, this, that that match is supposed to be the best way better ever. than Lesnar and Samoa Joe. And I'm going to, like, you know, feign my opinion from that until I see... The other Alberta's match. problem is he takes too much tequila shots when he's around. I haven't. Um, everybody's kind of been saying that Brock's Brock's been getting pretty stale just because he's just doing the same shit since he beat Cena at SummerSlam. Well, that's just his character. But, like he doesn't have. Yeah, to do but else. but that's the thing though. He does have to change up. Suplex here, suplex here, suplex. Here. It, it was it was good while it lasted. People want to say, oh, he can't wrestle. No, dude can wrestle. He just doesn't have to right now. Exactly. Like That's like anybody. Like, but, like... Yeah, Big but Show can do backflips off the top rope, but, but he doesn't have to. I don't, I don't, well, I don't really give a shit I mean, probably I'm, now, and he's in better shape for it, though. No, he could. You know what I mean? He could have done backflips back in the day, just doing them off the top rope, because he had a train for that stuff, because... But Del Rio talking, talking smack, I... I care more about lazy Brock Lesnar than I do motivated Del Rio. Like, yeah. I, I just never... Del Rio's not even that bad. It's just really hard to give a shit. He blames WWE for everything. And, and it's like, his fault, In too. one instance, he's right about it, but everything else is not justified. Dude, he came back. They were talking about pushing they, him. Yeah, they but did. But they didn't push him yet. I mean, how... They put him with the tag on the stable. Not necessarily. They, Remember, his first match back was against Cena. He beat Cena clean and won the United States title. But after that... Well, I mean, after I, that, well, it went... Well, anybody, know, and, anybody is going to have it in their head where they go, so my first match in, I'm going to beat Cena clean on Raw. Sign me up. And then after that, they're like, yeah, guess what? It's all downhill from here because now you're going to play one of Roman's bitches. True. And I think that's what it is. He was upset because he's thinking he's going to be the next big thing. And that's where I gender. Mean, in took a way, I can understand because, between, like, compared to Gender and Del Rio, Del Rio actually has the resume. You know, multiple time world champion, Wayne the Bank winner, Royal Rumble winner. But that know. doesn't mean anything. You know something though? Then gen- then gender should have all that because gender's actually entertaining. Now, it's, literally, he the is, only the only no he was entertaining when he was with three men. No, the only problem with gender, and like I, I had to talk with some like one one of my friends about this because I said, here's the thing, I uh, oh his oh his bill's gonna give him shit because he he just looks like he's on roids. Yeah. Um, it's the fact that. It's so, it's so awkward seeing somebody constantly lose, and all of a sudden you're a main eventer. Yeah. Like it would just be it would be just as awkward if you took somebody who always won, and then all of a sudden they like like when like when Reigns, when he got punished for his prescription drugs or whatever that he mm-hmm. had, and like everybody knew that he was going to get buried or whatever, but it was still. It still threw people off when Finn Balor got a clean pin on him. Like, because it was just like, this is Vince McMahon's wet dream right here. And and he just got pinned by Finn Balor. <laughs> but, you know, it's still it's still a really weird visual. So, so yeah, that was Slammiversary. Um, not not Vince McMahon's wet dream, but the... Uh... What about G1? What about G1? Oh, God, I had problems with Slammiversary news. I can imagine this. <laughs> 
<laughs> see. Okay, well, yeah, why not? Let's, let's the only see. thing I know I think happened was that Kenny Omega became the first IGWP United States champion. The elite. The elite. Let's see, we got night one versus night two. Was there a night two? I don't know. It's Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, like, I watched um, Dragon Gate USA, and I was so confused in the, the tournament. They had a tournament, and it didn't just make sense. I'm like, there's a battle royal going on in a tournament. And I'm like, I'm lost. Yeah, um, no, there's a lot of oh, man. weird things that happen in Japan wrestling. Like, they have tag team titles for, like, three-man groups. That's that's cool. Uh, WCW did that back the, in the day. The the six man tag six man tag whatever, yeah. yeah that's kind of cool I would love to see still around but it's not for WWE it might be for independent leagues mm-hmm. to push younger guys to try to King of Trios yes King of Trios King of Trios awesome dude um I I seen um I think it's August second Shakara in yeah. Philly I'm thinking about it. Let's, uh... Support your indies. Most of them. Most of them. See some of the ones that I'm like... Wildcat wasn't that bad. They're, they're, they're alright. Um, Is that the one you guys went to in Philly? Yeah. yeah. On the plus side, they didn't have MVP. They did have freaking... What's his name from... Freaking. From Tough Enough. Oh, yes. They had, um... um yeah, what's his name? Patrick? Um, no, not Patrick. Patrick's in the the, the the alligator. Fucker. Yeah, oh, yeah, ZZ. ZZ. Yeah, ZZ. ZZ. Yeah. How did we forget ZZ's name? <laughs> he was, was missing just... for a while, and then we found him. But like, that they sucks had... though. Because... But the only match on that card was horrible. It was Fandango and the guy that looks like Sami Zayn. Not Sami Zayn. I mean Sami Callahan. Not actual Fandango, but just the guy that looks like him. That match was so bad. No, nah, I, I think his name was Fomenko. I don't know. I remember walking up to you while they were in like the mid mid part of the match or whatever where I was like oh this is where it gets down and dirty and I'm just looking at you going I think this is the worst match I've ever seen <laughs> and I'm like this end the match <laughs> but like I, I, I wasn't even joking I was like I really think this is the worst match ever like I mean I'm dead serious I don't know MVP's like in the market of that one too at HOH but Wildcat also had Crowbar I'm sorry. Fuck that dude. Like you don't like crowbar. I, believe, I like crowbar. I can't believe that he's still even around. Like what the but hell? His gimmick was kind of cool. Well, what the hell was his? He was like the Phantom of the Opera kind of thing going on. And his mom. <laughs> I don't know if that was from mom. Crowbar. Yeah, it, it had to have been because right after that match was over, she was gone unless she went to go like give him a nice Hug. happy ending or something. <laughs> Um, Jesus Crowbar! Crowbar! Let's get to... I don't know how to say any of these names. Okay, I know how to say the Briscoes. Um, Rocky? You don't know how to say Rocky? I'll I'll get to that. Anytime I get to a name where I can't say it, I'm just going to ask you to say it. First one. Rob. See, you're fucking up too, man. You can't give me any shit. Trent and Rocky. Trent and Rocky and Will. Will Ospreay. uh, Yes, he's really good. He's... He's one and, of the guys you have to keep your eyes and on. And Mark and Jay Briscoe yes. defeats the Young Bucks, Marty Skrull. Skrull. Yuji. 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 Yuji.
at you. What are you racist? <laughs> You're racist, man. Bad luck, fa- bad luck, fail. Are you serious? That's a name. That is awesome. That is awesome. And, I uh, think that beats Mike Dell for the best ring name. Hey, Mike Dell's still number one. Let's see. Okay, because he's like a surfer dude or we something. Got, I don't even know any of these names. We're just saying who won and lost. Um, Gee, let's just, just Lij say... defeats Titan Dragon Lee. Volador Jr. and Jushin Liger. Did you say Voldemort Jr.? <laughs> Sounded like it, didn't it? Voldemort! U.S. title tournament match. We are match. so we got, horrible saying this. We got Jay Lethal defeated Hangman Page. Okay, that wasn't Hangman Page? Yeah. These are like names that you get out of like Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, <laughs> no, this is like when you get random on make creator name in the WWE Creative Wrestler. Coming thing. down to the ring at this time, Hangman Page. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. Jr. Yes. Defeated Juice Robinson. <laughs> Juice Robinson? No, no, no Juice, Juice Robinson. Juice. Juice. Deuce. That's his finisher, dropping the deuce. Um, Dave Dave Finley, Jay White. Dex Jr. Okay. Not not the Finley, Fifth Finley. Yeah, the one that likes to fight. Uh, Kushida in caps. Hiro, Hir, Hiroshi. Hiroshi. Tanahashi. Defeats Sho Tanaka. Sho Tanaka. Yoi Komatsu. Komatsu. Yoshi, Yoshitatsu. Yoshi, Yoshitatsu. No, Yoshi, yeah, Yoshitatsu, but in yeah. one, one, one name. We're having and him. Billy Gunn. And Billy Gunn. Dude, that, that, was the hardest, that was the hardest Japanese name I heard all day. Billy Gunn. Something doesn't fit in here. Like, where the fuck is it? Billy Gunn. I care. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We got War Machine defeats. War Machine's Champions good. Champions the... The Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, War Machine's really good. I like that. Let's see, uh, Tomohiro Ishii defeats Tetsuya Naito. Fran uh, is getting really. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of uh, snowflakes. That's all you need to know. I'm not talking politics. I'm talking like five star ratings. Um, let's see, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah, everybody defeats, likes him. Uh, Michael Elgin. I like Michael Elgin. He's, he's really good. IWGP title match. How do you say Okada's first name? Kazuchika. Kaz. Kazushika. Oh, it's Okada. Okada. Where is it? Okada. Just say Okada. K A Z U Chika. Kazuchika. Kazuchika. Okada defeats Cody. Cody. <laughs> That's his name, Cody. Who's Cody? I don't know Cody. It's the guy from Final Fight. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Cody. Yeah, the Mad Sean! Ge- the Mad Gear Gang must pay. Don't even start that shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. Sean. Cody Rhodes. I'm like, I'm just skimming through, and the only thing that I saw in text was a chant that was "fuck you, Cody." I'm like, Dad, the Japanese crowd was chanting fuck you, No, Cody. because it's in America. Oh, wait, that's right. Where the hell yeah, is this? Yeah, it was in Los Angeles, I think. Yeah, it was in Los Angeles. I just see a bunch of Japanese names, and I think otherwise. So, you know, <laughs> like, oh my god, That's kind of racist. Yeah. I'm racist, what can I say? Okay, so that was that. Was that. Okay, that's good. Um, um, we got so many. We got so much stuff five? to cover right now. I ain't covering two or five. Well, let's just get raw and SmackDown. Yeah, let's get let's get to the important parts. Let's talk about Shotgun Saturday Night. I mean Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Shotgun Saturday Night. <laughs> what you got a problem with Shotgun Saturday Night? No, because we got Sean. Oh my God! Will you stop doing that? <laughs> Thank you. 
they're, like, literally, I'm at work screaming out Sean, and literally, my ma- the one of the managers is named Sean. So uh, he's just like, what the hell? Let's see, we got a... Uh, Let's get a roll. Our first out. match was Sasha Banks defeating... And Sasha Banks and Bailey somehow defeating Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Bore me. Yeah, I hate it. Oh. Oh. I guess we, uh... I think we need to start now. <laughs> Go. No, no, you see, that was a pre-show match. Now we're going to get to the actual matches. Oh, okay. Well, oh. Uh, <laughs> Braun Strowman came out to the ring, confronts Kurt Angle backstage because he demands competition before Sunday's pay-per-view. Did you see the post I put up? Wait, did I post it? No. Um, somebody put it up. Of all Braun Strowman's um, things he's thrown, like footballs. His Vine videos or whatever. To, I dude. think that was um, Darius, I think. He's like, either Darius or me. I can't I'm remember. just going to be a fat kid now. This is yummy. Dude, it was just great. It was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. What about, like, what about the one where uh, Braun was like, talking like we know him. It's like Strowman, when he, dude, did, bro, when like, he did the backflip off the uh, bridge. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Dude, this guy's a beast. I love him. It's gonna I be love when he like, throws the football with his right arm and it goes like at least three yards, four yards, <laughs> and he throws with his left hand. <laughs> it, goes, like, it goes like six feet. But it was, but it was the most, it was like the gayest throw. It was like, <laughs> if you want to see it, it's on the Insigori page. You can check it out and go, wow, this is awesome. Okay, what's this first match? Uh, Cedric Alexander defeats Noam Dar. Oh, wait, I thought it was Braun Strowman. Oh, no, that was just the um, backstage segment. Oh, okay, okay. His match wasn't until, like, much later. Okay, what's this? Um, this was the first Cruiserweight match of the night. Okay. It was uh, Cedric Alexander defeating Noam Dar. Okay. If this was WCW, the NWO will come out and attack them both. And Scott Sanger will talk about Ric Flair being a bitch. <laughs> you know, like, I'm tired of the storyline. It's like, how, how how long do you need this Alexis Fox's, um... I mean, she's... I mean, no offense, but Did she's... Did I say Alexis? Yes, you said Alexis. Alexis Alicia Fox. Fox. <laughs> Alicia Fox, I'm sorry. Foxy. Um... Gosh, I got busted. Her name mixed up. Oh, gosh. Wow. I don't know how. I don't know how either. But they're both sexy. Eh, once I get past Lucia Fox's horrible scissors kick. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> really? If she walked down the street, you'd be like, I mean, her scissor does, kick is horrible. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, she does an amazing perfect plex, but that scissors kick is just terrible. But, like, you see her at the club. And you go, our scissor kick is horrible. I would say that. Are you kidding? You know what? She would be like, he's playing hard to get. I totally want him. That's him being a player. What's up, player? What's up, player? We're going we're gonna to have a tag team match. End it with The Undertaker. <laughs> so what was the next match? Uh, the next match was the Intercontinental Championship match between The Miz and Heath Slater. Cool. I like this um, the storyline coming in. Because you got the entourage, you got um, Mexican Bo Dallas Mexican and Bo Dallas. comb over Curtis Axel. Dude, like I want them to change their names. I don't want to see Bo Dallas. I want to see Bo Redondo. I want to see Curtis Henning. No, I want to see Bo Shyster. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. What? 
No, let's go Rotundo, because who he is is Rotundo. Yeah, but who he really is is a shyster. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> he needs to have a segment where he's like, man, I got all these fucking taxes to pay. Like, he's like, I better, I better call my, uh, who the hell would he? Pops. Yeah, his pops. Bo Shyster. Oh, my God. But I, <laughs> but I do. Do you believe in the taxes? See, it totally works. He should totally be both shyster. Uh, we have like a dumb like fucking acronym initials. Like, what's tax related that starts with B? Bankrupt. <laughs> okay, what's next? Next we got. Who won that match? Oh, obviously, Miz. Miz. Miz retains. Next we got, which was a really fast, really kind of pointless match. We had Seth Rollins defeating Kurt Hawkins. Again, I hate, 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 hate Seth Rollins' new finisher. I'll it, tell you this. I just feel like it does I, not go with I it. hate, 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 hate that Hawkins is a jobber. Yeah, that He too. should be tagging with... Zack Ryder, and they should be called the Major Brothers. The Major Brothers. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he should be tagging with Zack Ryder. How would that not make him a jobber? True. Zack Ryder's not. Because he used to tag with Zack Ryder. But then they but were they're not jobbers. They're not jobbers. He's the IC champion. Who, for like 24 hours? Hey, not, hey, hey. Not even 24 hours? He's still IC champion. Rollins needs to go against Ziggler if he wants to get his finisher over. Yeah. You know, who was the first? Who was the first person that took the move? It was. It was Kenny Omega. No, no, not the not not the guy that actually makes the move look good. Um, yeah. The like the, the first the first person first, on, on WWE TV. I think it was uh, it was Carl Anderson. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, and like the crowd was just like, uh, whatever, because the pedigree was so much better. Because it, like, at least for that storyline, it helped. Like, you know what he should do? He should get, like, he should have, like, a, well, maybe even use the pedigree for this, but, like, call it something cool, like, especially when he's going to be a Triple H, like, like the end game or something. You know? Like, something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. Like, um... Or, you know, go back to the fucking Seth Walker. That was a cool move. God's last gift. I doubt they would let him use that. He did use it against. I'm trying to remember who he was actually going against. Um, There's a better chance of them letting him use the Rubik's cube. I think he was. I think he might have been going against Styles when he used that. Like he, he did. He did have it on TV before. Well, I but, guess it's safer for them to use it on the hot Styles than someone else, though. Yeah, yeah. He he's one of those spot monkeys. Just just do it on him. Um, Okay, next match, another cruiserweight match. We had Neville defeating Mustafa Ali. And we knew that was going to happen because somehow Vincent Wayne has a um, heart on a little um, Triple H. Who, Neville? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Neville can carry the championship, though, but it's his time is up. He, someone else needs to win it now. At this Dude, point. I, thought, I thought Aries would Aries definitely should have won it. Like, there's no re- rhyme or reason why he didn't win it. It makes no sense. It, he, <sighs> I picture Neville one day just um, cutting a promo or whatever, and, like, all of a sudden he just starts busting out laughing. He's like, 
like, because just when you listen to him, he's just like, oh, but like, how the like, hell do you even talk he's like him? Like, angry for no reason. He's like, like I'm going to talk really angry. It's like I just like, imagine him later on just being like, yo, what's up? Yeah, like, like, see him being like real angry and aggressive in his promo, and then go to like up, up, down, down, and he's just like, oh, oh yeah. You know what? I want to see, I want to see Neville and Strowman talking backstage. Like you know, I they're all, they're all up. like, I'm not fishing, angry, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, man, you want to go to Danny's later? Yeah, I, why I not? swear to God, that's <laughs> probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? Next we have Finn, da- Finn Balor defeating Cesaro with the Hardys at commentary. For some reason, I thought you were about to say uh, Finn 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 did, Dango. Did Samson come out? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, um, when the referee's back was turned. Uh, Samson came out, started messing with the ring, and then the Hardys came, stopped that. Then Sheamus came, and, you know, a little fight on ringside. Well, it's great to see that even though they have nothing set up for Finn Balor, that at least he's not jobbing. It's a good thing. We don't know what to do with you, but we'll make sure you don't job. Yeah, yeah. You were supposed to be out for ten more months, but you came back too early. You were supposed to have your match with Brock Lesnar, but I got scraps. Yeah, I know. Okay, what's next? Moving on, an ambulance backs up into the arena, and out comes everyone's favorite, Braun Strowman, cutting a decent promo for his match with Roman Reigns at Great Ball of Fire. Then comes out the Titus brand with Apollo Crews and their match. Braun Strowman obviously defeats Apollo Crews with a pretty good match. And I gotta say, that counter to Apollo Crews' moonsault is the best oh thing I've ever God. seen. <laughs> but you have, to, you have to support the Titus brand. Yeah, I know. I still love the Titus brand, but... They Worldwide! Took, they took a hard L with Braun Strowman. Dude, it's so hard, like, falling in love with characters because they're gimmicks. And, and then Braun Strowman's there, and you're like, shit. I love the meme for that one. It was just like, when you hit the counter button at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Moving on. Um, I think that was the last match of the night. No, didn't didn't we uh, have um, Goldust and R-Truth? Oh yeah, hold on. Um, they didn't have a match, but I was with It was like it wasn't like a match, but it was. Just it was like, like a, a nice promo. But yeah, Girl Dog screamed his film. And, the shattered truth. And then you see our truth eating popcorn behind the him. greatest moment in wrestling, right there. Him eating popcorn. Then they have a little scuffle. Goldust backs away, and I guess that sets up their match at Great Balls Fire. Also, if it happens at Great Balls, nothing is said done. About the two matches we just said, Finn Balor and Samson, and um, Goldust and Archer. Who who was it that said? Um, I think it was talking about Kalisto or whatever. It said, uh, "Oh, like the only like you know the only p- reason people know Kalisto is because uh, Braun Strowman threw him in the trash." Who the heck said that? I think I, I went over. I missed over this one too. But at the beginning of the show, the promo with Enzo. That was a nice promo. That was a really good promo. Like, I had, like, tear, tear ropes. <laughs> I knew the moment he mentioned knocking himself unconscious at the ropes. Dave was, D.D. Richards in his house just laughing. I just knew it. D.D. Richards. D.B. Richards. Okay. And, um, after Braun Strowman's match, Roman, of course, came out. Yeah, he snuck out of the ambulance you know, saying, hey, guess what? I got my CDL. You know. 
Oh no, that was wrong. Moving on to SmackDown. Dude, that would be great next week. Braun Strowman said, he doesn't have a CDL since the cops come in and arrest him. Dude, that would be the greatest moment. The greatest moment in the history of our sports. <laughs> Let's talk about Take a Chance. For SmackDown Live. Okay. okay, starting off with SmackDown, everyone's favorite poster boy finally returns, John Cena. I enjoyed his promo. He always cuts a great promo, but at the same time, it's always the same thing. But he stole half of his promo from the commercial he did. True. If you don't know what the commercial is, um, it was a commercial about... um. Oh, what was it? Um, oh yeah, the this one right here. We we are America. Yes. Patriotism. There's a word thrown around a lot. It inspires passionate debate. It's worn like a badge of honor, and with good reason, because it means love and devotion for one's country. Love. For a word designed to unite, it can also be pretty divisive. You see, there's more to patriotism than flag sequence onesies and rodeos and quadruple cheeseburgers. Patriotism is love for a country, not just pride in it. But what really makes up this country of ours? What is it we love? It's more than just a huge rock full of animals like cougars and eagles, right? It's the people. Do me a favor. Close your eyes for a second. I want to try something else. Picture the average U.S. citizen. Think about it. I can't believe we're so How old are they? This. What's their hair like? How much can they bench? You got one? Okay. So chances are, the person you're picturing right now looks a little different than the real average American. There are 319 million U.S. citizens. 51% are female. So first off, the average American is a woman. Cool, huh? Is that what you're picturing? 54 million are Latino. 40 million senior citizens. 27 million are disabled. 18 million are Asian. That's more people in the U.S. than play football and baseball combined. Nine million are lesbian, gay, bi, transgender. More than the entire amount of people that live in the state of Virginia. Around 10 million are redhead. 5.1 million play ultimate frisbee. And three and a half million are Muslim. Trip the number of people currently serving in the United States military. Almost half the country belongs to minority groups. People who are lesbian, African-American, and bi, and transgender, and Native American, and proud of it. We know that labels don't devalue us, they help define us, keeping us dialed into our cultures and our beliefs and who we are as Americans. After all, what's more American than freedom to celebrate the things that make us, us? I mean, it's stitched into the stars and stripes of this country, from the Constitution to Gettysburg, to our motto, E Pluribus Unum, from many one. It's even in our country's name, the United States. This year, patriotism shouldn't just be about pride of country. It should be about love, love beyond age, disability, sexuality, race, religion, and any other labels. Because the second any of us judge people based on those labels, we're not really being patriotic, are we? So let's try this one more time. Close your eyes. Picture the average Joe or Joan or Juan or Jean-Luc. The real people will make America 
America. And this year, whenever you feel the urge to don those star-spangled shorts, set off fireworks the size of my biceps to show love for our country, remember that to love America is to love all Americans. Because love has no labels. So did you see like how much that was um similar to his promo? Yes. Yeah. Let's definitely. See if this is it. No, but thanks a lot. I thought that was gonna be the promo. Why don't they have the promo up? Damn. But it was a great promo. Yeah. The part that kind of like threw me off a little bit when he was like, I'm not a part-timer, I'm an all-timer. And I was just like, do you have all-timers? <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, it was still a real good promo. Yeah, I want to see where he goes from here as far as this. I'm not a part-timer and I still love this business and stuff because, you know, he goes away a lot now. Like, it's kind of, he has to kind of like stop contradicting himself with that. But anyway, afterwards, then Rusev finally returns and makes his debut on SmackDown. I, I, I thought that was perfect how that came in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to hold my flag up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they cut a nice little good exchange back and forth, you know, pro-America, pro-Bulgaria and all that. Yeah. And it culminates into them having a flag match at great, um, whatever, Battleground? Battleground. Battleground. But, um, Big ball yeah. fires to sun. I'm looking forward to that because, you know, their past feuds have always been really good. John Cena and Rusev worked very well together in the ring. Oh, yeah, always, yeah. So I'm definitely... I have no problem with John Cena. I I was reading something. Somebody put down, um, if you could pick a name for a tag team for Roman Reigns and John Cena, what would it be? I put down the Boo Squad. Boo Squad! The Boo Squad. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, that was a pretty nice opening segment. And then moving on, we have the really surprisingly good match between AJ Styles and Chad Gate. Yes, that was an event. I was amazed how good it was. And stupid me, every time I see commercial, I'm fast-forwarding it. I had to rewind it because they start showing the commercials now mm-hmm. when they go. And I'm like, God damn, they got a match on here. Why can't they make the commercial smaller and let me see the match? Yeah. But, but um, it was a really good match back and forth, but eventually AJ Styles defeats Chad Gable. Yeah, we were trying to look for um, the John Cena promo, but we couldn't find it. Now, I was at first going to be like, why is Chad Gable like, having this little singles run and like not Jordan, Jason Jordan? But then I found out later on he was in the Battle Royal. Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. Are they trying to split them up? Or? I don't know and why. That'd be stupid. I mean... They're good, you know, he's good sing- I mean, this proves that Chad Gable can, like, throw down in the ring on his own. Yeah, even J- Jason Jordan can tell. Like, that um, Styles Clash counter into an ankle lock, that was really impressive. Dude, you know he's going to steal his shoes one day, but come on. Next, moving on, we had a uh, in-ring promo segment between Carmella, Naomi, James Ellsworth, you and know, Daniel Bryan. You know, I was enjoying, I love the heat she's getting. Yeah. I love the heat that he's getting. And it's pissing me off that he's suspended for 30 days. Yes, James Ellsworth got suspended for 30 days, owes a fine of $10,000, and 
And if he breaks any of those rules, Carmelo loses the Money in the Bank contract. And it's it's stupid. I, I, dude, it make her and James Ellsworth works together. It's so weird because they're so opposite. It's like she's um she's beauty and he's the beast. He's uh, not really the beast. The beast yeah. But, but who like, knows? Maybe this will maybe beauty and the no chin. There we go. Be- yeah. Maybe this is just gonna be like their way of seeing how Carmela can be on her own. Because Th- this is our way of slowly transitioning Ellsworth off the roster. Yeah, too, probably. But I like Ellsworth. I want to see more Ellsworth. I don't know why I'm marking out for Ellsworth. Because he brings the heat. Yes. He is so good. Where did he come from? Exactly. Maryland. <laughs> Moving on, we have the 32nd SmackDown Women's Title Championship. Between Naomi and Lana again. Why the this fuck time, are they burying Lana? This, however, this ending was that Tamina came out and helped Lana. See, I want to know where's the storyline going. Is she going to go and help Lana and teach her how to beat people? I mean, oh. I guess. I mean, that's the only thing I can see come out of it because... Or is she going to teach her and say, Hey, my dad knows how to kill women. You want to join me? <sighs> Anyway. Too soon? Yeah, too soon. <laughs> Moving on, we have my favorite segment of the whole show, the rap battle between New Day and the Usos. Oh my gosh, that was perfect. I don't care what the result was. The New Usos Day, won. New Day lost and took a hard L. Like, the Usos... Oh man, that one rated R comment of Xavier Woods. Had me rolling on the if floor. You, if you don't know, you're through this video right now. Go back to the beginning of the show. You'll hear it. Okay. I mean, Biggie and Xavier Woods did have some nice nice lines, too, though. Always. Kofi. All right. He's all right. Kofi's like, he's like the Jamaican man going like, oh, I don't understand this Kofi whole. Kingston, weren't you Jamaican man? <laughs> Jamaican yeah. man. The only other person that ever made fun of that was Triple H, so I'm sure he was happy. Yeah, I know. I bet that's who was back there going, make fun of the Jamaican thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving. Also, Wale was the officiator. If you don't know, Wale is an avid fan of WWE and wrestling as a whole. Like, he has a Twitter just to simply talk wrestling. He's at one point I remember him saying that how he wants to be a writer for um, Monday Night Raw. He the dude really knows his stuff. He even has like a song, basically about rapping. He uh, basically raps over Razor Ramon's beat because Razor Ramon is like one of his favorite wrestlers from back in the day. That was awesome. Moving on, we have... Remember when we could only watch live TV here? Well, not anymore. Okay, here we go. Oh. This is Jamaica. This, this is my home. Jamaica, we got a bobsled team. Dude, my name is Kofi Kingston. Each and every day. They run up and down this beach. Wait, this is cool, honey. It's my oh, way of enjoying oh, this paradise. Your problem, Mr. Vagabones? 
No, no, there's no problem. No problem. I didn't think there was a problem. See, because you're the before, now the after. And I'll kick sand wherever I want. Looks like there's some trouble in paradise. <laughs> Sometimes there is trouble in paradise. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. No, please. Yes, God. yes, yes. There might be trouble in paradise, but it's better than uh, Thunder. You know, I heard the movies all through. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be WCW? What was next after the uh, battle? Sorry, rap? I have to get my bearings together because <laughs> you guys totally my, threw me. My, my bearing street. Sorry about the curfew thing, but Jamaica man, cool running Kingston, cool runnings. Aiden English beats Randy Orton through disqualification when Orton hit him with the See, ring steps. See about time when hit him with the ring steps. It's about time that um, um, English wins. Dude, he was amazing. I he mean, did it so clean. It was awesome. It was through disqualification. <laughs> it was clean. I did not see no DQ. I just, um, in my imagination, it was a pinfall. But in reality, he got <laughs> beat down with the ring steps. Cheater. <laughs> And then moving on, Jinder Mahal appeared and, you know, taunted Orton, taunted the fans, and, you know, basically talked shit about USA instead of all that stuff. Orton, once again, calling because he Jinder wanted, a jackass. Jinder just wanted to outsource his moments. Get it outsourced? No. <sighs> and <Too> last... Soon? <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did Jinder get a non vice victory on Shinsuke? I'm sorry, I, the Outsource was a TV show. It was what this American dude comes over. You don't have to explain it. We get the joke. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, lastly, it's, it's, it's okay. And lastly, AJ Styles wins the number one contendership for the United States Championship after a battle royal. Afterwards, Owens got into the ring and jumped Styles. Styles countered, went for the Saj Clash, but Owens got out of it and then ran up to the ring. Then Styles posed with the belt to end out the show. Huh. Random question. Okay, so also drawn the match there was a spot between Mojo Riley and Zack Ryder that will basically be the seeds planted for their eventual breakup. I, I thought that was their breakup right there. You think so? Nah, I think it on the way the No, I don't think that was a breakup. I bet they're gonna be in the pack. Yo, bro! Yeah, bro! 
I'm sorry, it was a it was a battle royal match, and I just had to throw you out. Yeah. Bro, Here's are you hyped? Yeah, I'm hyped. Go ahead, Fran. Uh, you, you know what, for some reason, when he said hype, I said I'd rather hear Sean. <laughs> just throwing that in there. Sean! I'd rather hear hype. Hype! Uh, I'd rather die. <laughs> so... Yesterday, Fran passed away. <laughs> we wish him best in his future endeavors. Oh, um, shit, he's like Chase, JBL. Remember the last time he got fired? Mm-hmm. Random question. All the band moves in WWE right now, which one would you want to see back? The Pile Driver. Yeah, pretty much Pile Driver. I mean, what else is band? I can't think of anything. I just know the Pile Driver and the Curb Stomp right now. I would love the pile driver back. You know what I want to see over the curb stomp is the package pile driver. Oh. Dude, yeah. I, dude, I would love to see a Canadian destroyer. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, but that's, that could really cause injuries, though. Cause but everybody, dude, Canadian like, destroyer? I mean, we've seen it, like, done three times in a row at House of Hardcore, but that's different. But that was freaking awesome. But yeah. that was his last match, too. Yeah, I know. The Canadian Destroyer is the laziest finisher ever. Because your opponent does all the work. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, oh, P.E. Williams is so awesome. It's like, he's not doing anything. He just flips, and the guy flips, too. He just holds on, and he's like, oh, God, I hope I don't fall. But, like, it's just an awesome move. You know what I mean? It's a... It's a power drop. But if you're doing it wrong... You're screwed. You're an idiot. Look, look at the, um. Owen Hart. Um. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's not an idiot, but he did screw Stephen Austin. <laughs> the Clash, AJ's Clash. Uh, when he saved Ellsworth from dying. No, like, people fucked up doing that move. They were they were tucking their head wrong, and and you're not supposed to tuck it's your head. It's because it's an awkward move for the opponent to take. They, and, and while they're taking it, they're probably like, okay, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, and all of a sudden jump up in the air, and they go, fuck, I tucked my head in! Pretty much. Like, I mean, it's just a natural reaction. Probably. But the Owen, Hart, Owen Hart said, sit down. He said, stand up. Sit down, stand up, sit down. And Owen White went to sit down. Whose fault was that? Austin's fault, because Austin did a sit down, apologize, injuring somebody's neck. Remember that? Masa Chono. Yeah. But Chono's Japanese, so he, he'll be okay. What? Is it special powers he has? Yes, the special Japanese powers. I have the Pikachu in me! Exactly. That's racist! <laughs> it's not racist. I'm gonna go eat some rice now. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Asian, so I can say that. Oh, you guys. Anyway. You guys. I guess. I can say whatever I want. I'm white. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> We're uh, joking. Have fun. Let's take a look at the Great Balls of Fire card. Great Balls of Fire! And I guess, yeah. I guess after that, rumors. I love how... I love how the people that are cutting the promo for the pay-per-view now are saying great balls of fire with such, like, you know, this this pay-per-view name is not a joke. 
Like when Neville said it in one of his promos or whatever, and the way he said it, he was like, Great balls of fire! I'm like, how can you say that and not laugh? You're... I know. I think Heyman had the best one, though, where he like, he completely sold the name. Where the... F- okay. Alright, let's see this card. First up, we got the Cruiserweight Championship between Neville and Akira Tozawa. I think Neville's going to hold the belt. Yeah, I are, I, they didn't make him lose the belt. To, he's going to lose the. He's going to lose the belt to somebody where there, people are going to be like, "What? Why the fuck did he just lose it to Enzo?" You know that's probably going to happen. I bet you five bucks that would happen. Five dollars, damn! <laughs> You're going all out, man. <laughs> Speaking of Enzo, the next matchup would be um, Enzo versus Kaz. I'm going to go with um, Kaz is going to like kick him and uh, take him out. Or if Enzo wins it, they're pushing him somehow. Enzo, because Enzo wins it. he's going to get help from the big show. That is possible. Either that or, or what the hell was it? It was um, big show comes out, he's going to save the day, and he helps out. Cast. No, I feel like it's going to be... Cast. Oh my gosh, they can make the Twin Towers. That would be so awesome. Oh my god. Can we call it something other than the Twin Towers? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh my god, he just hit him with the... Uh, he just the Twin him, Towers. He just, he just hit him with the Al-Qaeda. Or, Al-Qaeda. I was about to say... Uh, just don't finish the sentence. <laughs> he finished it with Al-Qaeda. Uh, well, I can't hey, say does ISIS. anybody want some planes for their pizza? Uh, on a lighter note, we'll probably get to see Fran. I mean, Big Cass's new yes! entrance theme in Titan Tron. Fred, you're gonna be there. It's gonna be Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got the 30 minute Iron Man match. I hate the Iron Man match. Yeah, yeah, it's for the Raw, the um, tag team titles. You got the Bar Cesaro and Sheamus versus oh, yeah, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy. If nobody knew who they are, it's Matt, the broken one, and Jeff Hardy, the crazy one. Well, Sheamus was supposed to be gone for a little while, so maybe we'll see Matt go crazy or something. Didn't they say that um, he's close to getting the rights for it? Yeah. Well, we'll talk I think about, they got the rights. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But um, next match we'll be have is uh, Miz versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. Miz. I, yeah, I don't see the Dean Ambrose winning it, especially with the entourage around now. I think they're going to interfere. And... Next up, we got Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Now, this is the toss-up for me. That's what we forgot about. We forgot to talk about Bray Wyatt. He had a promo at um. Yeah, but it was just his typical Bray Wyatt uh, eerie promo thing. I'm a little bit bored. I mean, by I know. It, like, it's, don't get me wrong. He's still great on the mic and all that. It's just. It's the same thing. Like I, I don't really care if I know I you're going to lose throw again. I want the fridge on you now. You know what he needs to do though. You talked about this with Nia Jax. How she needs to stop smiling. Bray Wyatt needs to stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, but his laugh is like creepy though. So it's not like it's not like joyous. But he needs to be a little bit psycho. I think that Elias Samson does a better Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt does. So you're saying that Sam Wyatt needs a guitar now? No, I'm. No, well, that no, would be no. interesting. You know, instead instead of holding the. Uh, no, I'm saying like he like, needs to not be like. Oh, 
When he came in, he was creepy. Yeah. That's because he had his group with him, too. That's what he's missing. We're here. Yeah, he but look, he didn't he didn't do that or he didn't go like this. We're here, <laughs> like you know, True. just cut the laughing. Just there needs to be a little tweaks here and there. So yeah, he's not scary more. I think he needs to go back with the white pants. You basically want like a mix of Undertaker, Raven, and Jake the Snake as far as personality. If it means that he's going to job less, then yes. But we all know that he's going to lose to the John Cena knee smash. Yeah. See, right now, he would be better on SmackDown than he is on Raw. He should have never went to Raw. I agree. And there's so much stuff WWE does, and it's like doesn't make sense. Oh, they're they're getting pops over on SmackDown. Let's bring them over here to see if this gets better. No, no. you're doing it wrong. You're ruining their character, and then you're just giving them pointless matches. Right there, need. because he had the Wyatt family with him. On SmackDown. Yeah. Now you're setting them back to Raw with nobody. We're talking about the people that are bringing back the Punjabi prison match, okay? You think they actually know what they're doing? Yeah. I want that back. The, I, I you, want to you, see... You want, you, you want that back? Yes, because... You want the Mac? I want like it. Rodney Mac? Yeah, I want Rodney Mac back. <laughs> yeah, because we all know how deadly reinforced steel bamboo is. Hey, reinforced hey. steel <laughs> bamboo. No, because it's different. It's something that we haven't seen two guys that can wrestle in a ring. Because before we had Kali. They actually had another Punjabi prison match. What was the other one? Uh, it was... There was another one. Apparently it was so forgettable that we remember a great Kali prison match over this. Maybe they have it in Was it Big Show in... Punjabi prison match. Well, okay, there was. It's steel. Oh wait, wait! I I, I have to read the the Wikipedia um the definition that they have here. Are you reading it too? <laughs> here we go. The Punjabi prison match, named after the Punjab state that Great Kali is built from, consists of two large steel rim. It says this in Wikipedia. <laughs> consists of two large steel reinforced bamboo cages. How do you reinforce bamboo with steel? The first is four sided and stands 16 feet, while the second has eight sides and stands 20 feet and surrounds the first. The inner cage has has a four foot by four foot door on each of its sides, with a referee standing by to open them at a wrestler's request. I just found the answer to who had the other match, by the way. It was a Great American Bash 2006, Undertaker, and Big Show. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Two must, big guys that, 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 that must have been a barn would burn. never have a great like, five And neither of them were Indian. So, what? I, why, why did I, I, I'm confused. Each door may be open once. Oh, here it is. Crowley was originally supposed to be in it, but he got pulled at the last moment and then replaced by, by the Big, big show. show. You know why they pulled him? Because he would destroy the ring. No, because he, he sucks. He can't yeah, wrestle. Yeah, I mean, he has no knees. You ever see him walk? He, it looks, he looks like he's like... walking on stilts. I know. Yes. Each store may be open once and is only allowed to remain open for 60 seconds. What? What is this? Is this like Bill Watt or, uh, old school WCW rules where you're like, why the hell do I throw Dude, them Dude, the WCW rules were awesome. Yeah. Can't throw anybody over the top rope. Um, 
After, actually, I think that was an NWA rule. Uh, yeah, that was an NWA rule. Like you had to shut climb up. over one, and then you had to climb over another one to win. That's all hey, I remember. Who had, who had the reverse battle royal? TNA did. Um, I, I want to see. You know, I wonder if they actually have this the reverse battle royal in here. Oh my God, they got the triple cage. Okay, which triple cage? I, I don't know. I'll get to that. The thunder cage looks kind of like the uh, the thunder cage looks like an elimination Punjabi prison match. Um, okay, while these guys are reading off the different type of over the top matches, I'll be continuing on with the next part of the car. Okay. Oh, no, we have no, Alexa Bliss no. versus Sasha no, Banks for the Raw Women's I've been trying to finish this. <laughs> and by the time I finish it, it's going to be like, see, and now it's not a big deal. I'm going to finish this, damn it. I'm not done with you, Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, shut off. Oh, oh, God, this Can is horrible. Can we edit it and say, when did this become? Between the two cages are sometimes placed two tables. Sometimes. There's only been th- two matches. So, I mean, on which are weapons... Oh, here we go. Both medieval and bamboo variations of standard wrestling weapons. Do you remember that movie with Jackson Bamboo Coach variation? Had... First of all, isn't the kendo stick already bamboo? Yes. The, the, uh... The Punjabi... The Punjabi... The reinforced bamboo steel chair. That's right. Oh my god, the reinforced stamp... The reinforced stampede bamboo chair through that table. <laughs> Uh, the there is also extended straps at the corners of the cage, which can be used to choke the opponent. Once the wrestler has escaped the first cage, he must climb over out the second cage. Okay, go ahead, re- read the uh, read the rumors. I'm gonna see what other absurd. Well, we still have the rest of the card to go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then yeah. After the um Roman Championship match, what the fuck? We have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, we have Roman Reigns versus. Braun Strowman. For some reason, this thing has it as Brock Lesnar in an ambulance match. But, um, I feel like Strowman should win. I feel like he's going to win. And then lastly, we have Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe for the Universal Championship. Who do you think is going to win? Brock. I feel like Brock's going to retain it. We'll find out. Yeah, he's going to win. Um, what the hell is a Dixieland match? Ooh, read it! (laughs) A Dixieland match Named for TNA President Dixie Carter, who invented the match, uh, is a hybrid steel cage ladder match. The wrestlers start the match in the ring enclosed in a steel cage. To win the match, a wrestler must firm, first climb out of the cage, then go up. What? Then go up the <laughs> entrance ramp where a championship belt is hung from the ceiling, and finally climb the ladder. When the fuck did they have this match? <laughs> the first match of this type occurred What's it during. Again? A, the, uh, the Dixieland match. The first match of this type occurred during an Impact Wrestling Final Resolution taping on December 3rd, 2013, as Magnus defeats Jeff Hardy to become the TNA World Champion. Wow. The thing I would know about a match is stupid Dick- sounding as that. Okay, War Games is cool. Triple Is that the triple cage from Doomsday Cage? No. Uh... Is it what, uh what other ones are there? I want to see one... I want to see one that we have never heard of. Like... Hell in the Doomsday cage, yeah, we saw that one. Scram- scramble cage. Um, What's the scramble cage? This match is exclusively from ROH's... What's the Chamber of Extreme? What's the Doomsday cage? I think the Chamber is... It's all the weapons are in there and... The Chamber of Extreme. Oh, so you mean the Asylum match, but the not The cage-based really. match came from ex- Extreme Canadian Championship Wrestling 
in which the eight foot E-C-C-W? high ECCW 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 in which the eight foot those crazy Canadians which the eight feet high steel cage which surrounds the ringside area with the top wrapped in barbed wire and quote unquote extreme weapons scattered around the ring and ringside area disqualifications countouts and rope breaks do not apply the winner shall be decided by pinfall submission or not being able to get this okay what is the scramble cage match ROH match which is ring is surrounded by a steel cage with four wooden platforms at the corners are you trying to kill somebody like the British Bulldog <laughs> um, at the corners of the cage to make the high risk wrestling moves what that doesn't even make any there's sense there's diving boards in the cage is that what you're trying to tell me with, oh wow yeah that is that is exactly it what the hell? Um, <laughs> now we need to find that one. All participants are allowed to inside and outside of the cage at any time. So it's just a steel cage match, but you don't escape. Ring of Honor, you disappoint me. I thought you wouldn't come up with bullshit like that. Um, oh, a steel cage match. What's that about? Wait, let's take a break from this. Was there anything else on the... Uh, well, I went through the car, but now let's oh, try to get on to rumors. Don't, yeah. don't forget, like, Samson, Finn Balor, Goldust, and Archway's match could come oh, yeah. on, too. So, we'll find out this week. All right. I killed Annie. This week in rumors, we have, first, the Hardys are real close to a resolution of their fight with Anthem that would allow them to use the broken gimmick. Really? They changed the name to GFW, and it's not TNA anymore, so... They don't have no rights. True. Very true. Moving on. In efforts to make SummerSlam as big as possible, WWE is considering running AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in Brooklyn. That could be a really good match. Why does it... It's like, yes, let's go through all of our big matches before WrestleMania. Well, I mean, SummerSlam is probably the one to do it with, though. It's basically, it's basically second-tier WrestleMania at this but point. But they need to have... Remember when it's like four hours long, just like WrestleMania? But they need to have money matches that people aren't expecting to happen. Like, wow, I did not expect, um... Shit, I don't know. They're probably going to say, like, Kurt Angle for WrestleMania. That's probably why. So, it looks like, um... I know this they're not wrestlers, but they were on Raw not that long ago. The Ball family might be getting a reality show. Dear God, no. Please kill us all now. I'll take a Miz reality show over that. Let's get back to the gimmick matches. Well, hold I, on. I, 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 I gotta get this one. Alright, we'll I, have a break from rumors after this. Well, no, I, I was just looking down and I saw our favorite, parentheses, uh, objects on a pole match. Well, I gotta object? check the definition of this one. The object on a pole match, whose name is usually derived from the object, uh, the object, the object being hung. Example, brass knuckles on a pole, steel chair on a pole, Singapore, cane, etc. Ray Mysterio's son's oh, adoption ooh, papers on a pole. Oh, and here we go. Judy Bagwell <laughs> on a pole. That was great. Is a spiritual but she wasn't on a pole. She was on a forklift. Is a spiritual forebearer to the ladder match. In this case, an object is placed on a pole that extends from one or four... I can get that for you, man. <laughs> one or four... Turnbuckles on the ring, which the wrestler is battling to reach at first. Unlike the ladder match, however, reaching the object doesn't end the match. It simply allows the wrestler to use it as a weapon. This is a not. This is not a no disqualification match. What? Whatever. The weapon on a pole is merely an exception to the disqualification rule. 
What? I've never even... So wait, you can have a weapon on a pole match, but it still counts as disqualification if you get it? No, no. So what they're saying is is that you can use that weapon, but if you use something like a chair... It... That's stupid. That is really stupid. You're trying to tell me that if I use that one weapon, it's fine. But if I use something else, it's counts as disqualification. So what do you call it? A pseudo-extreme rules match? Well, yeah, because if somebody didn't have to go get the weapon off the pole, then they'd be like, well, fuck yeah, I'm spending all that time trying to reach that. I could just get myself a chair. Exactly. But, but that's why they don't. Get, that's why they never go for it, because they'll get disqualified. You see? Yeah. So it makes sense. It's stupid, but it makes sense. I guess it makes sense. sense, but it's still stupid. Oh. Oh, okay, here. However... This is sometimes a no-DQ match, in which any weapon, plus the one on the pole, can be used. This this match is referred to many wrestling critics as a Russo special. Due to the <laughs> propensity of WCW booker Vince Russo use of pole matches during his tenure of, in the company, multiple variations of a pole match exist. In some cases, the match is closer to the latter match, in that reaching the object does end the match. In others, there will be objects above all turnbuckles. Further, still, there can be a mixture of the two, with an object placed at each turnbuckle, one end of the mat. Yeah, okay. TNA used a pole match to set up another... What? T it's just safe to assume every time we see TNA in these sentences, we're going to be like... TNA wrestling bottle. used a pole match as a setup to another match, <laughs> placing objects... At four of their six turnbuckles, oh my god, uh, with the promise that the first wrestler to reach each object will be allowed to use them weeks later at an already scheduled cage match. Is this a wrestling rules or road rules challenge? Road rules challenge. It could also be a feast or fired match where each case what the hell contains. Is a feast or fired? <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I'm going to look it up right after this. Where each case contains a, rest, a contract to fight for a TNA World Championship, Tag Team Champion exhibition, with the final case containing a pink slip, <laughs> means the holder of that case will be fired. But if the person holding the exhibition title shot briefcase went on to win that title, it cannot be, it cannot be cashed in right away for the World Heavyweight Championship option C. What? Okay, so I need to look. So. Um, what's next on the rumors while I look for the Feast and Fire match? Okay, next up we got, following his surgery to repair a torn UCL, uh, the estimated date for Tomaso Ciampa's return is March of 2018. Damn. Yeah, no, he's going to be out for a while. Next up we got the, the, GW, the GFW, or formerly Impact, will unveil their new belts on a live episode on August 17th. And lastly, there is renewed talk of ex-Ring of Honor talents Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and War Machine signing with WWE soon and being assigned to NXT. Who, 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 who said that again? Uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and War Machine. Adam Ooh. Cole. Actually, all three of them. Yay. Need more people. And NXT's kind War of War Machine's a tag team. Oh, really? Yes. So, so, they, so, so they could go against uh, the other... Authors of Pain. Yeah. yeah. War Machine is a great tag team, so... So good luck to those guys. Hopefully they get it. And that's all on my end for rumors. What the hell is this? I couldn't find Feast or Fire. To, uh, it didn't actually have a listing, but... The Clockwork here, Orange yeah. House of Fun match. Here's two. Um, yeah. 
The Clockwork Orange House of Fun match, Who comes up with known as movie? Raven's House of Fun, oh, of or course. simply House of Fun, was created by professional wrestler Raven. No. Who the hell wrote this? Like, <laughs> I think Raven put this up. Um, legitimately, as Raven pitched the idea to TNA's creative team. It is a singles match for which poles attached to the ring posts measured about five to six feet above the turnbuckles, with steel chains wrapped from and hanging on the poles to various points of the ring itself, with many weapons hanging. This is one big run on from and attached to steel chains above the ring, sometimes with sides of the steel cage attached and erected to the ring. In the first match, the use of weapons is legal. And the only way to win was opponent through two tables after throwing them off of Raven's perch. But afterwards, it was changed so folks count anywhere. Oh, yeah, okay. Fran, Fran, yeah, Fran's bring the weapon. That's right. Fans bring the weapons match. Anybody that's been to ECW would know about this one. And a fans bring the weapons match. All the weapons are provided by the Fran, fans by the Fran's. My God, I can't talk. By the fans prior to the show. Sometimes the weapons will be in the ring before the match starts, although occasionally weapons will be handed to the wrestlers during the action. This match gained popular fame in the now defunct ECW. Yeah, there's some really interesting weapons. Like, oh my god, he's hitting him with the Nintendo. Like, it was awesome. So the, um, so the um, HOH show, before you look for anything else, the HOHO, we're going to August 12th, 8 o'clock, 11 o'clock, um, in Philadelphia, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, Sammy Callahan, Jack Hager, The Rock and Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express? Yeah, they're going to be there. MVP, our favorite. Oh, joy. Bobby Fish is going to be there. Red is Jack Swagger going to be there? And Bull James and more will be announced. I don't know. Why do they keep... Tommy! Wherever you might be listening to this. Possibly if ever. If you're listening to this. We'll just we'll, we'll send you a link to the podcast. You can be a guest. We need Tommy Dreamer as a guest so we can ask him, why the hell do you keep booking MVP versus Bull Dempsey? Do you think that eventually they will have a good match? Because like, the answer is wrong. So, so we'll see who else is going to be there when we're there. And There's always some random, like, oh, shit, I can't believe this person's here. It's at every single I'm week guessing week Tommy Dreamer and the Rock and Roll Special are going to, like, tag up. Take on somebody. How old are the Rock and Roll Express? By they're, they're, they've been around for a long time. Because they got inducted at W Hall of Fame. Like, they're, probably, they can, they're probably in their late 50s, early 60s maybe. Like, they could be maybe signing autographs. I know I'm going to go get the autograph. So. Even if it's 30, 30 bucks? I will go for it. Just because it's a Rock and Roll Express. Robert Gibson, 58. Ricky Morton, 60. Okay, so, whatever. They can still wrestle. Oh, we got some dead air going on. Oh, shoot, Terry Funk! Nah, I was I was checking to see if on on Terry Funk's Wikipedia if it actually like lists him as retired professional wrestler. He should be. Yeah, he's, well he's seventy three. Um, yeah. He's um, he's the uh, same age as my pops. Sixty four. Ric Flair, sixty eight. Oh. 
I was off by four. And can still bench press 400. Dude's amazing. I'm get I'm getting a crazy text. Hey. Crazy text. Oh my gosh, who's it from? Ticket ticker. What's he got to say? He has. He wants to tell everybody. Hello. See you at Mark's Around Table. And he's still typing. So I'm waiting for him what he's typing. Said a flare was fired by WCW, I believe, on July 1st. Starts airing, his vengeance started airing on WWF TV for his debut. When? 91? So I'm guessing this is um, back in 90. 89, 91, 90, somewhere around there. Yeah. Rick Flair left. I don't know why, but suddenly I just had in my head that I want to hear Ric Flair's promo, promo when he won the Rumble match. So, take a ticker, just wanted to say that Flair, and on July 1st, not that long ago, a couple days ago, that he was fired in WCW. Are you ready? Woo! Oh, I remember that rumble. I'm going to tell y'all with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life. That was it? (laughs) Fuck you, YouTube. We need to go to the network. I ain't pulling that up right now. So, um, Blue Meanie, gosh, I wish, um... I wish he was here to listen to his his favorite fa- um, masterpiece, D.B. Richards. You know what I mean? Blue, oh, wait. Why not? Blue Meanie's masterpiece is D.B. Richards. Yeah. Because he's the okay. one that makes me want like, to right. get on to... I'll let you have that one. <laughs> and Roy Gulak is an amazing moment in his life. He's going to be at Shikara August 2nd. I think it is. So, I might try to get tickets for that if you're in. Yeah. When the week, this week, this week, in history, Ric Flair is fired from WCW. Okay, I got that. How many times? Look, he, that's what he wrote. And that's what I said on Monday on your regular account. Okay. 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 So, closing final thoughts? Final thoughts. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Say your prayers and take your vitamins. No, um, drink, final thoughts. Drink um, your milk. Um, holy crap, really? Yeah. Final wow. thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie. I already talked about it. I know, I talked about it. So, my final thoughts is, um, I hope SmackDown and Raw will step up in a couple of weeks because... Alpha Nowhere, TNA, now GFW, is stepping up again. Yeah. So, be afraid. Jeff Jarrett's in charge. Watch out. Let's see what, what opens up the doors. Be afraid. Slapnuts is in charge. Slapnuts, yeah. You slapnut. You? Final thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, Global Force Wrestling, as it's called now, is seriously stepping up their game. You know? Uh, gonna have to start looking into that a little bit more now. You notice, like, in their videos, like, starting off the show, they have every WWE wrestler on there? 
Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts? No, I'm good. I'll have to say, um, this is Demi Richards and... Fran. And Sean! No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> JCL. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. See you next week. Amazon Prime. Oh! No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 No!